0: Listening to just a bit gaming. I'm your host Ryan Chumpy Crash Reynolds, and this is your other host Adrian Birdazoid Townsend. And we got the spins where you don't. What is that? What is the spins? Uh, it's where you get really high and drunk, and then try to lay down. No, uh, no, high and drunk at the same time is twisted. But it's when you're like really wasted and you try to lay down in the room. feels like Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, dude. That's oh. the spins.
1: Okay. See, I didn't know that. When you said you have the spins or we have the spins, I was thinking about like diarrhea. No, that's a different one. That's the runs. The runs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But immediately, I mean, in that context,
0: <laughs> that's where my mind We've goes. We've got the
1: spins.
0: <laughs> but uh, I call it sad butt. Sad butt? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is sad. <laughs> it is sad.
0: The spins suck. The spins yeah, suck they're really bad. I try to never drink enough to get those.
1: Oh man. You it's one of those things that you do it once and you aim to not do it again.
0: But But next time you're feeling it and there's people around yeah. you're like, you know what, I think five more shots. is absolutely <laughs> within the threshold of, oh my gosh. of positivity. Yeah. You know, and it's and, it's a good decision. All yeah. five times. That's, that's one of those things that you
1: never really outgrow. You start, no. you start, you just get into the moat, the swing of things. Yeah.
0: And you know, you know, you've already had probably one too many, but you're still looking at that bottle of whiskey sitting there <laughs> or those ice cold beers in the fridge. And you're like, well, fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guess I'm going to f- just go ahead and do this again. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I've been known to do that most times I drink. So
1: most times. Oh man. I, I, I try not to as often as possible, and I, I'm usually successful.
0: I mean, it's like we'll have a couple of drinks before the kids go to bed, and then I'm still up, like playing video games or watching a movie or something. And I'm like, "Well, that's still in there, yeah." You know, <laughs> there's no reason that we should have any left over for tomorrow or ever.
1: You know, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you where you
0: yeah coming so from. I just, I just, you
1: know, I commit to it. So. Speaking of movies, I did watch a couple of movies this week yeah? that I kind of wanted to give my mini review on. I I don't watch a whole lot of movies, so it was kind of kind of uh awkward. We watched two movies in one night. They just came out digitally. Um Jumanji and The, the Shape of Water.
0: The new Jumanji?
1: Yes, the new one. Jumanji? Jumanji. The new Jumanji. Oh man, dude.
0: I've, I heard good things about that movie. Really?
1: Yeah. And I can confirm that is a good movie. Really? It is really funny. I
0: You've just gasted my flabber. Yeah. So I am completely flabbergasted. I definitely recommend it. It's it's one of those movies
1: that looks like it should be just horrible and yeah. awful. It's a horrible I concept. Mean,
0: it looks like the idea was for it to just be as atrocious as possible. Yeah.
1: It it absolutely should be that. And I was shocked when I was laughing out loud at many scenes in that movie, the cast is amazing.
0: I mean, I will say though, that there's one character on there with like the skimpy clothes that looks, or uh, Dwayne Johnson. That's- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you threw me for a loop there, buddy. <laughs> you got to love Dwayne Johnson. Dude is man. He is. He's a, he's a
0: buff guy. Yeah, dude, his biceps are bigger than my dreams. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and he's a great actor, too. He really is. Every movie, I'm never yeah. disappointed when I see him in a movie, so he, he he's a he's a good cast for this movie, even though he, he seems to be playing the same character in the past three movies he's done. Ah, you know, he makes money. Uh, not only him, though, but Jack Black is so funny in that movie. If you're not familiar with the plot...
0: Is it actually a sequel to the first one? Uh, Kind of, or yes. Or is it... Like it's a, a it's an
1: indirect it's an indirect sequel I would say cuz
0: we've we've talked about the redo No, reboot, it's it's sequel, definitely not,
1: not a them. reboot. It's it's more of a sequel okay. than anything. But it's a like an alternate universe sequel I guess. I don't know, it's weird. So, yeah, you got Dwayne Johnson, uh Jack Black who's super funny, Kevin Hart who's <laughs> yeah. also really funny. Um and Carol- Karen Karen Gillan, she's the one from uh guardians of the Galaxy. guardians of right? the galaxy. Yeah. Um, I, which I didn't know until
0: my wife told me right. while we were watching. Yeah. She's, uh, she plays Nebula in guardians of the galaxy. And I didn't know she was on doctor who until you told me, but then I've never been a huge, like, I like doctor who, but I've never really committed to it.
1: Me neither. Uh, my family loves it, but you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like it. I think it's a fine show, but I'm, right. I don't watch it. Um, yeah. So, the cast is super funny. They all work really well together and they have a great time, you can tell. Uh, but Jack Black plays uh, a teenage girl, basically. So the teenage girl that gets sucked into the game is <laughs> her her character or her uh her game character is Jack Black. So the scenes that they have involving Jack Black as a teenage girl are just. Freaking hysterical. I can imagine. Man. Yeah, they're funny. I can
0: imagine that that probably landed well. It landed
1: really well. Um, but it's a great movie. I recommend it to anybody if you haven't seen it. If you're on the fence about it or if you feel like it should be a horrible movie, it's not. It's a good movie. It's a good watch. All right.
0: <clears throat> good it comedy. It has been spake.
1: <laughs> the other one I watched was uh, uh, The Shape of Water. And the reason I watched this is because it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. Right, I love his movies. He does such a great job. He's like he's, he's a visionary director, an
0: artist, you know. And it, that's the one with like the the merman,
1: yes, kind
0: of creature, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. The the woman that falls in love with the merman. Yeah, was it good? No.
0: Oh, don't it was do not this good to me. I did not. That's like what it. I've been looking forward to. It it really fell flat to me. All it right, was spoiler alert. What shape was the water?
1: The shape was boring. Uh, it was, I mean, the movie moved really slow. Uh, there was, there was, there was things about it that I liked, but overall I didn't enjoy the movie. Would you say the storyline felt fluid? Um, no, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) The, uh, the bad guy they had a great bad guy. The bad guy was, he was, he, he was a conflicted person and he had like self-esteem issues you could tell and stuff, right. but he, he, in order to get what he want, he, he was a bad dude. And yeah, he played a really good, like you, you wanted to hate this guy, but at the same time, he kind of understood where he's coming from
0: and uh, had a bit of a storm inside.
1: Yeah. And he was, he
0: was a good, bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh So did the storyline ever like swell or did it just keep a pretty even tide? It kept an even tide all the way through, man. It just, it, nothing really
1: exciting happened. You got any more for me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm trying to spit about as quick as I can
1: think of them. The, uh, the other thing is just, it was, the whole concept of her falling in love with this, you know, creature, just, it, it didn't work for me. It didn't right. feel believable to me. It felt washed up. Like <laughs> the the beginning part of it, like it just it just it did it didn't connect. It just felt unbelievable, and I think they might have just
0: been floundering a bit. <laughs>
1: you, I, I'm I'm waiting for you to keep on bringing them, man. Just well, keep okay. on bringing them. Uh,
0: realistically, though, it kind of feels like a uh, a rethought approach at like the Beauty and the Beast idea. Yes,
1: yep. I couldn't help but think Beauty and the Beast while I was watching that movie. Absolutely, Um it's tale is old sign.
0: time. Yeah, it's the uh, I hate me, too.
1: Well, the thing is, is I really wanted to enjoy to enjoy it. I really did. It just it was just boring. And I don't know. A lot of people like it. Obviously, it won some awards. um, Yeah. And, you know, people like it, but it it wasn't my cup of tea. Did that work at all? (laughs) (laughs) Tea is liquid, right? It's water.
0: Yeah. Okay, thanks.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh it's, it's I a, tried. There are other good movies out there. There yeah, there's I, other ones. Actually, I this one's on Netflix. I watched a movie called uh A Stupid and Futile Gesture. I had not even heard of that. Is it a
1: Netflix original?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's based on the life and happenings of the gentleman who invented National Lampoons. Okay, you know, yeah, the the comedy company.
1: Uh, actually, I don't know anything about the uh, starting points of that company. So that's it's already interesting. It started at
0: Harvard or Yale, whatever Ivy League school they were at. I, right, I apologize that I I missed that plot point. It was. Harvard, Harvard, because they were doing a a comedy magazine called the Harvard Lampoon. Oh, okay. Where they were making fun of, you know, pop culture and satirizing things that happened on campus and drawing naughty comics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and then publishing it out of their little house. And by little house, I mean a giant fucking estate that they called the castle or something like that. Uh, Yeah. I was, I was half preoccupied during the beginning of the movie, but basically it follows their progression from publishing this funny little magazine for, for these college (laughs) students to becoming a full fledged, like comedic company. And so all the people in this movie that are playing all these figureheads from like the sixties and seventies, you know, putting this company and putting this movement into motion is all different eras of SNL stars. Right. And people that were made famous through Saturday night live and national lampoon and all these other, groups like that, that all kind of work together and splintered off of each other. All those celebrities are the ones playing the ones that came before them. The ones that invented the game. It's really good. I I'm interested. Yeah. I really want to see very it. Very interesting. Very funny, like darkly comedic.
1: So it's, it's to me, they remind me of, uh, Oh gosh, what's that British one? Comedy troop that made a bunch of movies. Uh, oh, uh, Monty Python. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I always related them to in that sense. You know, they're kind of like a comedy. Uh, They put their name in front of every movie that they make, you know, type of thing. I have, did they disband or something? I haven't recall seeing anything new from them in a while.
0: National Lampoon? Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, I didn't, you know. They didn't. I figured I probably should have gone and like looked some of that up after watching the movie, but I just didn't. It's so. It's, yeah, I'm glad you told me about that because I hadn't even heard of it. I'll check that out. It's uh headed up. Like here, you can look like Will Forte is the main guy. He plays Douglas Kenny, the guy who invented it. Uh, Oh, so it's a movie movie, like a movie movie. Oh, I was thinking documentary. No, it's a movie. Like look at this cast list, like Dom O'Gleason, Will Forte, David Wayne, Joel McHale, Emmy Rossum, Seth Green, Thomas Lennon. Yeah. I mean, like if it's a funny person from our generation or maybe the generation just before us, like they're, Probably in there somewhere. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's good. It's good. I will. I will check, check that it out. out. Cool. Cool. Um, um, so. <laughs> <we've- laughs> Jinx. Knock on wood. All right. <laughs> I think I just heard something crash in your living room. Probably. <laughs> we've got both families and all of the kids in the house right now on the other side of this door. Yeah. Going crazy. Yeah. It smells like they're making food.
1: They're making some pizza and brownies, and I smell the brownies, and they smell delicious. I'm
0: half tempted to just like let's go ahead and wrap this shit up, <laughs> let's you know? go eat. They're, well, they're having fun and doing things that smell good, and, and I'm looking at you talking about movies.
1: Well, you know what? Let's let's uh, let's shift this conversation into what we uh, generally talk about, which is
0: video games. That's right, video games. <laughs> this is a new a new. <laughs> I love setting you up for that. <laughs> this is actually a new segment on the show we're trying on called um The Show As You Know It and it's where we stop fucking around and just do the actual show. Talk about what we are here to talk about. Um so uh a lot of news happened The
1: Show As You Know It As You Know It. Uh <sighs> um <laughs> uh, so one thing that came out recently
0: was the new Overwatch character Brigitte is it bridge like a liquid or Brigitte you know I've heard it both ways
1: to me it's I don't know it it looks like it's spelled Bridget without the d right um but yeah I I don't know I don't know how it's pronounced but I do know that the character is freaking awesome yeah dude the character design is incredible like Overwatch doesn't disappoint when it comes to design and character design um but her skill sets are really, really cool. She's like a combination of like, well, actually she's, she's a lot like Reinhardt. Um,
0: because she's as a character, Reinhardt's squire squire. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And something that I didn't know until you told me tonight, she is, uh, Torbjorn's daughter. Yeah. Torbjorn's what I always thought she was Reinhardt's daughter, but I stand corrected. Uh, yeah, that's really kind of cool to me. And, uh, So she has this kind of like mace on a chain that she swings
0: in front of her. It's a flail. A flail, yeah. A mace would just be like the handle with the big knob on the end. Okay, it's a whacking stick.
1: Oh, flail is where the chain.
0: Where it has the chain. Okay, And so she's got the rocket flail where she's. Dude, that yeah. Watching that gameplay footage, I haven't out there amongst the, the. Yeah.
1: Fracas. She's, she's just swinging that thing around and it looks cool and it looks powerful and cool an character. Actual. Yeah. When she puts up her shield, she does a She can do a short burst and yeah. stun somebody. And after stunning them, she can hit them with that, that flail. Um, Did uh, we ever look at what I I didn't see her, her specials special no, but just based solely on that, uh, Reinhardt is one of my mains anyway. And I really like using him and this, she seems like a natural, uh, Character for me to pick up right. and play with. Right. Um, also, Lucio wearing my Lucio shirt. <laughs> Lucio is my main, but Reinhardt is my secondary. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm. I haven't played Overwatch in in several months, but this excites me enough to get back into it. and yeah. Pick her up and see if see if she might become a main to
0: me. I mean, I I really liked what I saw. I know the community of Overwatch is really embracing her existence. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. They. Everyone's very,
1: very excited about her. It's cool. I mean, she's a great character. I love her design and I love that. I love that. Overwatch, you know, I mean, they do have their over sexualized characters, but they're not afraid to kind of deviate from that a bit. And right. She is definitely she's an attractive female character who is dressed to be a warrior that she is.
0: Her hips still do not lie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's good they don't they don't they don't need to um why would they (laughs) but the design is cool like i like the the kind of red hair and the what are those things called that come down in front of her face on the just
0: hair uh i thought there was a name for that i think they're called frillies frillies
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're like little frontward pigtails
0: but like like they're like links links uh like like the sideburns that link has yeah that's right they just kind of foof on down um, um, foofs. That's actually the word for them. Foofs. Yeah. Foofs.
1: F-fabuma foofs. Cheek foofs. Um. Yeah. It's it's cool, and I'm I'm anxious to get back yeah. into it. Um. Another thing, kind of on that same kind of subject with with first person shooters, uh, Fortnite is really taking the world by storm, Good man. God. I I am totally blown away by the amount of, uh, like popularity that this game is receiving right now it's incredible it, it's it, it really is in all fairness i've been saying it from day one you called with it with Fortnite. you called it you did um but here's the thing i know why it's taking off it, the biggest reason it's taking off is because it's free it's free to well, play it's, it's accessible it's accessible and they keep
0: updating it and patching it and right. adding shit to it and you know tricking it out like a game that you would be buying DLC or expansions on. Right. I mean, they're, they're treating it like a not free game. So
1: have you looked into the costs of these costumes and stuff that you can buy for your character? Oh, I've not. I don't Oh, care. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like they have this, they have this, uh, costume right now that I was looking at and I can't remember what it was. It's like an animal costume or something. It looked really cool. 20 bucks they wanted
0: for this thing, which is really expensive. Um, I don't spend 20 bucks generally on real clothes to put on my own real body. (laughs) Exactly, man. (laughs) And this is something that's
1: purely cosmetic, but this is a free to play game. So I can see like, Hey, I want to support these developers. They, you know, they made a really, really incredible game. That's fair. Um, If I want to buy a costume for 20 bucks, that's, that's kind of me throwing my support out there. And you know, I, I feel like it's OK. It's purely cosmetic. And if somebody wants a to spend money on, on something like that, I think they absolutely should. Absolutely. And it's it's a way to keep the game free to play. The game is just it's it's pretty accessible. And I say that. With a caveat, though, It it is, but it isn't like it free to play. You pick up, and play it, start playing with your buddies. But Can I guess your caveat.
0: Yeah, the community that plays it is so, just crazy and good at and it good, yeah. That people picking it up might as well just not. Right. So that was the problem that I had because I played it from the beginning. Yeah. And then I put it down for a few months, and then I picked it back up. I don't know, maybe about a month ago. Yeah. After a a while of, I mean, like probably six months of not playing, and I picked it up again and got in and was like nope (laughs) that's that's exactly what happened
1: to me man i i jumped in so they gave you a free costume on twitch prime so i went ahead and got on the game to download that free costume and and give it another shot and i loved what i experienced to, to be honest with you it was pretty flawless there was the no lag i played this on playstation um i was able to get in and find some really good weapons. It was easy to tell what weapons were epic and legendary. You know, the color coding system really was exciting. You find treasure chests. And when you open them, it's, it's pretty exciting to open, open these treasure chests. Everything they did was really cool. Um, it was cool to figure out how to build like stairs and stuff to get up to higher yeah. levels and buildings. The problem that I had is I, I found finally found somebody and I had the, the edge. They didn't know I was there and I had a sniper rifle along with uh, uh automatic rifle that was pretty uh, badass. Snuck up on them, shot him once with the sniper. didn't get a headshot, but they were alerted, so I quickly changed over to my assault rifle and started firing on, at him with that. They immediately start building walls and stuff, and I'm like... How can I, I compete with that? I, 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 dude, I first of all, I don't have the controls down where I can build walls as quickly as this person was. Um, then as they were building the walls, they were still shooting at me through the walls that were being built. And I was shooting at them and
0: he killed me. He had his, it, it was, it, it was frustrating. Well, I mean, I've seen videos on YouTube of people that are playing and they'll like be running and shooting. And then just like walls coming up around yeah. and they're like climbing, like building a ramp up above the level yeah. and still just running and then like pot shot across the level at someone and then build a fort way up tall and then start breaking their own. It's just crazy. It's it, it, it,
1: it it I'd like to see a video of
0: someone's hands when they're yes, doing this.
1: That's what I'm trying to say. It's you know? it's very like fast-paced, quick, twitchy, you know, and if you don't have the controls down solid, you're not going to do very well. And that's what I was experiencing. So, after I died, I reloaded and started again, and a very similar situation happened except for this time I was in a group of people. And they stuck with me like the first time that my group left. But the second time we all kind of stuck together and we ran into like three other guys and had the upper hand on them. We had to jump on them. They had no idea we were there. We get in there and we all start unloading on one dude and we got him down and the other two guys come out and we start unloading on them. And then he starts doing the whole wall building thing again. And we were done.
0: It's, Uh, It's just crazy. He
1: killed basically the two guys killed four of us, me and three other people on my squad. Yeah.
0: And, and it just makes you wonder how much time these guys spend on that game. Well, like, it, I'd really like, I'd like to talk, like interview someone who plays the game enough to be that good at it. And yeah. just like, just well, tell me. The thing is, is I
1: feel like, I feel like I'm getting in too late. Whereas I should have stuck with it when I first played it, when it first came out. Cause now I'm, I'm just kind of behind in, it sucks. <laughs> I get, want to be good. You get
0: killed too fast to practice.
1: It, it, all it did was make me go. Yep. Okay. This game is progressed further than you know. I'm willing to go at this point. So right. at
0: this point, it's it's at mania status. Yeah. Where if you haven't been with it, it's it's almost it, like you said. It's just kind of it's just it's tough to hang. Yeah. You know. So I'll stick with PUBG and yeah. uh, Overwatch. Love you Fortnite. Miss you. <laughs> but the
1: thing is with for me with pubg i i while there are a ton of people who are better than me at that game i can still progress pretty far and i can still get a lot of kills right. playing it and it's it's still more satisfying to me um but i am more than impressed and excited that fortnite is getting the attention oh, it yeah. deserves
0: it, it, it very well deserves it it's it's nice to see a small developer like is it epic <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's small developer epic you know <laughs> well it, okay it's nice to see a developer like epic with a smaller what started as a small project like that it it started off as something it almost felt the, like the save the world mode was the game and then they added right the that's what's the so PvP interesting arena as an afterthought to compete with pubg to compete i mean with pubg so when i say small developer i mean it's 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 fun to see a small project that, that obviously took a lot of effort and a lot of time, but yeah. that was going to be released for free, free to play, and that it was just kind of like a shot in the dark at like, PUBG's doing this shit, let's, let's do, do their shit with our own shit. You know? It was smart. It was smart. It was it was very smart, very well put together, very well crafted, and then like we said, the updates and the care that they're taking of it. Yeah as still a free to play game is just they've, they've making it accessible to everybody.
1: They've By having it on something. Xbox and PC on, on PlayStation, you know, they're even, they now have cross play on PC and Xbox PlayStation's still holding out on the cross play thing. And well,
0: um, and they're, they're going to be releasing it for iOS and Android. Yeah. So which will be cross compatible with all the others.
1: I saw that. And I don't quite understand how you can play that game on a mobile device. I'm interested to see how
0: it goes. I think the I think, article honestly, said it'll still be the game you love with 100 players per round. It'll eventually that be cross-platform. doesn't, that cross doesn't with me. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be one of those where you, you got your phone sideways and you've got your controls here on the edges of the screen. I don't know. Yeah. I really, really it don't. It seems but I'm, really
1: fitting for the Switch, though.
0: Oh, it just needs to be it on Switch. It needs there. to be on the Switch. I it, feel it like It needs to be on the What I'd like to see them do with the Switch is port it over. And have like X amount of months that it's not cross compatible to where the people playing it on switch are all getting the hang of it at the same time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. Um, and I don't see if they did release it on the switch. I don't see them being cross play with the other consoles either because the other consoles are going to have a more, uh, I would assume an advantage because of hardware. Um, Well, true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. I would love to g- go back in and play some more, but it's just it's too late.
0: It's it's a it's a nice memory now.
1: It is. Um. So, dude, PlayStation Plus games came out this month, and they are really, really cool games. Oh, what a strong month, right? It is. This has been one of the best months for PS Plus in a while. I mean, last month was pretty strong. Last month was good. Rhyme, rhyme was a good one. Um. Which you actually finished, and Knack.
0: you actually finished Rhyme.
1: I did finish Rhyme. Yeah, we talked about it last time, um, and then after the podcast, I a few days later, I went ahead and finished the game. Um, I did
0: not finish it.
1: It's it's worth
0: finishing. It's it's not that long. I it, ended up reading what the game is, so you know, like I know I know what goes down. Okay, um, and that is exactly why I stopped playing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, I emotional mean, emotional investment. The the thing is the storyline really helped drive me to, to complete it. I wanted to know what the heck was going on, man. Right. Um, and ultimately I, I left, it had an, like the emotional impact it was trying to give me throughout the course of the game wasn't really hitting me, but it did kind of hit me at the end, like what was going on. And it, it struck a chord with me and I'm not going to spoil anything, but the storyline, I think ultimately finishes strong, yeah. Um, and it was worth the playthrough. And I still my my review from from last episode still stands. Uh, if you get a chance to play through it, absolutely play through it. It's it's a great game. I I'm thoroughly impressed with it. Um, but yeah, we had rhyme, we had knack. What else did we have? I don't remember. I think those were the two. Those were the big ones. The big ones. Yeah. Well, this month we have we have uh, Bloodborne. Ratchet and Clank the new Ratchet and Clank which I
0: need to play cuz I played the old ones.
1: Um Mighty Number no. 9, Legend of K, Claire and Bomber Busters or something like that. So Bomber Busters and I might be saying the name wrong. I don't even remember. Skip that game. It's we'll not skip it. it's it's not good. Uh it's it is a direct ripoff of Bomberman. Yeah. So if you if you know and love Bomberman, stick with Bomberman. I I wouldn't recommend this one. I
0: did love Bomberman as a kid.
1: Yeah, it's it's Bomberman's great. And I don't understand the need for this game because I don't from what I played. I played a couple of rounds. I didn't see anything different from this game from Bomberman. Like I didn't see any unique spins on it or anything. Uh, Ultimate. Huh? Unique. What's on it? Spins. I got the spins. (laughs) No, you don't. You failed. <laughs> so it's it's uh it's a skip. Uh, on top of that, I played Mighty Number no. Nine, and Mighty Number no. Nine was one that a lot of people kind of shit on when it came out. I and
0: I don't even know if I heard of it.
1: Okay, so Mighty Number no. Nine was was a game by uh, Inafune Kenji Inafune, and I'm butchering his name probably too. But anyway, he's he's the creator of Mega Man. Oh, all right. So he left Capcom and started his own studio to make any and one of his pro- first projects was to make another game in the same vein as Mega Man because Capcom wasn't doing anything with the property. Um so he launched a Kickstarter and it was a very successful Kickstarter uh and it took years after the Kickstarter to come out. I mean, there was a lot of pushback, setbacks and what came out was ultimately a disappointment to everybody who kickstarted it and the fans and everything. Um, There is a really great video over this game and the development of it um from stop skeletons from fighting. Just search for them on okay. YouTube. They, they kind of do an in-depth view uh, of what went wrong with this game. And it's really, really well put together. Um But so I, based upon all the reviews and everything and things that people were saying about it, I skipped it. You know, I was like, I was really excited about playing a new Mega Man game. Mega Man was one of my favorite characters. I mean, he's tattooed on my freaking arm. Right. You know, so I I was, I was hesitant. I didn't kickstart it because I I don't feel like I should be paying money for something that I don't know what's going to be until it comes out. I I rely on reviews, you know? So when I saw the reviews, I, I just went ahead and skipped it and I still hadn't picked it up. So I was glad to finally give it a chance this time. What I've experienced, I played through one, two levels in it yeah. so far. And the gameplay to me is fun. I I'm having a good time with it. The storyline is whatever. You know, it's it's unnecessary. The the animations and everything are they're kind of flat. It feels like an indie game, like when right. you're playing it. It just it feels like a little bit unpolished, you know. Uh mouths don't move when they talk. Uh, some animations are stiff. They don't move at all. And it just, it just feels like they didn't finish it. Um, But I don't play those games for that stuff. I play those games for the gameplay. And from what I'm experiencing, I'm enjoying it. Well, good. It's the first level was fun. The second level that I played was, there was a part that kept killing me because I couldn't figure out how to get past it. There's like this huge ball of light that is, kills you with one hit. And you got to like slide underneath it. And dude, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. (laughs) I wasted like five lives trying to figure it out and finally ended up turning it off out of frustration. But that sounds bad because I'm sitting here saying it's not that bad. It's good. It's good.
0: It's good. But then I couldn't (laughs) slide under the balls and just gave up and gave up.
1: Yeah. I'm contradicting myself here, but (laughs) ultimately I, I, I was expecting an abomination and that's not the experience that I had playing it. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I, I recommend people pick it up and play it. Uh, the Legend of K is a PS3 game that is a remaster of a PS2 game that I wanted to play back then, never did. Now I get to play it. So I'm kind of excited for that. I haven't tried it yet. Claire is a 2D kind of horror game. Um, yes. It's interesting. And I started to play it in while I want to like that game and I think it's, it's cool what they're doing, the visual style is really nice. Um, I felt like I was getting lost in right. the levels because you have doors that you can go through that are in the background. So you walk down the hallway and there's several doors. Think silent Hill. So silent Hill, you're right, walking down yeah, hallways you yeah. go through all these doors. Well, if you do that in a 2d plane, it it's easy to get lost. Well, yeah. Um, so that kind of turned me off to the game, and I I got so far and well, not very far, before I was just like, yeah, I'm done over it. Yeah, um, but the two big ones this month, Ratchet and Clank. We'll talk about that oh, one first. Course. Ratchet and Clank. If you haven't experienced that game yet, you need to pick it up and, and download it right now. It's it's so fun. Um, it's probably what I'm gonna do when we get home. You you'll love it. I mean, it's. If you enjoyed the old Ratchet and Clank games, I played the demo for the new one. Okay, so out. so you know what to expect. Well, then. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just it's just Ratchet and Clank with a new haircut. It's so it's, fun it's,
1: to me. Like, the gameplay is fun, but being able to collect all these bolts, nuts and yeah. bolts, and go buy new weapons and then well, upgrade and the fact them.
0: That the gameplay and the character design and everything, aside from like getting upgraded, yeah, it still feels like you're playing. The first Ratchet and Clank. It feels Still like feels a, like you're playing one of those good old games like yep, that. that yeah, you know, just a, a cut and dry. Beat up the bad guys. Collect some shit. Buy some shit. Yeah. Be a good guy. It's yeah. <laughs> jump on things. Jump across things, and then jump down things. You know. Yeah. It's the simplicity of it, and the fact that it's such re- revered characters. You know. coming Well, coming the thing is, it's
1: it's it's a road. game that. Yeah, it has all those traditional, you know, PS2 style quality gameplay mechanics, but in a in a new style with HD, beautiful graphics. The game looks amazing. Have you ever watched
0: the Netflix movie?
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Have we talked about that before?
1: I don't think so.
0: It's good. Yeah, it it is good. I'm not going to go into it, but hey, watch Ratchet and Clank on Netflix. Yes, watch the movie and Fab Big loves it. Yeah, my kids love it, too. Yeah, it's I mean, it's just good. It's basically a, a two hour cutscene, you know, pretty much. And it, it, the plot lays out like the plot of a video game. Yeah. You know, it's cool. It's but if fun. you love the
1: characters, you'll, even if you don't, even if you know nothing about the series, play the game, watch you'll, the movie. You'll like It's it. fun stuff. Um, The voice acting, like going back and playing this game, it, it kind of brought back the feels, man. Like going oh, yeah. back and playing ratchet and clank, like the voice actors are the same and they sound great. Like, Really well put together and seeing these uh ratchet and clank back together again. And and uh, yeah, what's the uh, oh gosh, what's the big muscle guy that's full of himself and kind of like the
0: anti here? Quark, yeah, Captain, Captain Quark. Quark, yeah, that's the one
1: <laughs> you it, Captain Quark is still great. Oh, he, always will be. He's he's one of those just you 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 love him but you hate him characters, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, absolutely pick that game up. The big one for me, the absolutely hands down download and play this game right now if you haven't already Ryan goes for you calling back to you again and I know you already have it Bloodborne ah. Bloodborne man I freaking love Bloodborne I love Bloodborne I'm going to try it again So let me I will get back into it again and try to help you through this game I I went ahead and downloaded it I I still I already had the game um I played through it once and then I started a new game plus and got a little ways through it. Not, not far on my second playthrough, but I've got easily 70, 80 hours in that game. Um, And I love it. Um, So I picked it back up because there's been a sort of resurgence in popularity right now, given that it's the free game of the month. Right. Um, And they're doing a community event right now where, you know, people, they want people to come in and play. And
0: well, and they've got a new game that they're working on that everyone's trying to speculate on what it even is. Yeah, uh,
1: which the speculation is still saying that it might be a new Bloodborne. Or they're also talking about it being a ninja version of right Bloodborne. Regardless of what it is, if it's in that same gameplay style, I will love it. I mean, th- right, those yeah. games, to me, they strike a special chord that no other game really has hit. And it... Those are games that once I start playing them, I can't put them down. I immediately get sucked in. It's an addictive style of game for me. I played through Dark Souls twice. I played through Dark Souls 2 twice. No, probably three times. I played through Dark Souls 3 one and a half times. Bloodborne, I'm going through it again. It's just those games are so fun to me. They they have such a great risk reward system and upgrade system. And it just, they're really fun. Uh, the atmosphere. So when I got into it, uh, I played it yesterday, actually. And I, I intended to get on just to see how many people were in the game. Right. And I ended up playing it for like two or three hours last (laughs) night. I just couldn't stop, man. It was, it was, it was fun. I, The first thing I did, I'm in New Game Plus, and I had to relearn the controls because it's been a couple years since I played it. See, that's the thing. I would have to start completely over. I would not remember the controls. It it didn't take me long at all. I I figured them out and then went and fought the Cleric Beast, and I think that's the one that you were having a hard time with the
0: last time you played it. Around Around the Bonfire? Well, they're all around like they're lanterns that you light up. No, 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 no. <coughs> like, there's like the first level of the game where you've got to get around everyone. All the townspeople are around a bonfire yeah. in the town square. Yeah, and you got to get around that. And there's something banging on the big doors. Right. I've never made it past that bonfire. Oh, okay. So yeah, you hadn't I'm, made it to this. I thing, mean, Claret I beast. think I'm like a, a a breath past tutorial. Okay, so yeah, I just clean gave up.
1: The <laughs> the cleric <Claret> beast is. <laughs> He's an optional boss, but he's very close to where you left off. Um, so I went and fought him once, and he kicked my ass. Like I couldn't remember the controls at all. I was like, "Well, crap!" Went ahead and started playing through fighting enemies again, just a little bit to brush up my skills. Went and fought him again. Took him out the second try, and it was it was stressful and fun and. Like every attack has to be well thought out and planned. You can't just run in there and start hitting them.
0: So that's my problem. Cause that's how I play those games.
1: Yeah. Those games are, those games are, they require patience. If you don't have patience, I don't know that this would be, ge- be the game for you, but it is so satisfying when you put in this patience and this care to defeat this boss and know like, Hey, I can get in here and get a couple swipes at him and maybe stun him. If I can stun him, then I can get a couple more, but if not, get the hell out of there. So go in, hit a couple times, move back and let him do his chain of attacks. It's, it's very old school in that way where you have to learn boss patterns. And you have to, you, if you see him rearing up in a certain way, you know what attack he's going to do. And you know how many swipes he's going to do. So, you know, to stay back until he finishes that animation and then get in there and, and attack him. Well, that's what I did. And I ended up taking him out. And then I, um, progressed a little bit further into the game and got to the first like main boss of the area. And I rang my bell. When you ring your bell, it summons people to come help you, but it also opens you up to be invaded. So that's exactly what happened to me. So I rang the bell and I immediately got invaded because the game servers are really overloaded and there's, people in there want to invade so absolutely um i got invaded immediately and then i also was able to summon uh somebody to help me uh the invader uh he was tough but the two of us were able to chase him down and wail on him and the thing is the invaders have a slight upper hand because the enemies in the areas don't attack the invaders. They will attack. Really? Yeah. So I didn't know that a lot of the invaders will use the enemies as a way to gain the upper hand in the battle. Well, seems that there were two of us and the other guy was decent and he was pretty good. Um, we were able to take out the enemy characters and eventually take out the uh, uh, invader. And that was awesome. And so then we went and fought the next boss, beat him and be- I mean, beat him real easily. Um, lit the next lantern and I started in the next area and
0: called it quits after that. All right. I'll try it again, dude. I'm, I am so in love with that game. I, I was... know that's the only reason you said all that. You weren't even talking. The microphone might not even be recording. <laughs> you you just wanted to convince me. You just wanted to tell me to play it. Again. I just want to talk about Bloodborne.
1: I, I, it, I just love those games so much. I, I enjoy talking about them.
0: The atmosphere of the game
1: is yeah. so freaking amazing to me. Um, <clears throat> Everything about it is is incredible. And I recommend that if you give it another shot, if you're having a hard time with it, try summoning people into your game and having them help you. It really does help with the the difficulty of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Bloodborne, play it. I love it. Um.
0: So uh, have you been playing anything recently? Honestly, not really. Really? No, I've been working a whole lot. Yeah, and studying, you know, so I got that classwork I'm trying to do. So, Ben, been playing a little bit. Oh, what's up, Fab big? I, I rang my bell. <laughs> we just got invaded. We got
1: invaded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I've been playing. I've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters. I want to play it, dude. It is so freaking cool. The animation in that game is incredible. It it really is. It's like playing an episode when you. Every fight sequence is like playing an episode. Right. Um, so I've been playing through the story mode, which is, eh, it's, a, it's, it's a story that has All to make. All those
0: Dragon Ball games have a lacking story mode.
1: Well, the story in this one, they, they, they have to try to make sense of the fact that everybody is fighting each other and Yamcha might be able to kick Vegeta's ass or something like that, you know. So they have to make sense of that because in the actual universe, you know. You there's th- no way. There's no way. So no way. Um, the thing is, there's the Red Ribbon Army has <clears throat> made it to where uh the bodies of these fighters can be inhabited by well, they're making like zombie clones, first off. But also like you they include you as like an indirect as, person in the of king, it. and you are the one taking control of these characters' bodies to fight with them. Okay. So everybody is basically reset to the same power level. And
0: I mean, it's all just a it's vehicle stupid. for it's all a vehicle for making a fighting game. Yeah, that's all it is.
1: But you know, it's as dumb as it is. It's surprising to me how much time they spend on the story. Like I'm sitting here playing through the story mode and then I'll, I'll have to sit through several, um, civil, <laughs> excuse me, very long cutscenes before I start my next battle. I was like, okay, I get it. Can you just like get it to me quickly just, and, and let me fight the battle or, you know, make it autoplay or actually, I think you can skip stuff, but I still want to know kind of what's going on. So it's right. somewhat keeping me interested, but not to the length that they're trying to, um, but you have to push a button to go through the dialogue and it's all voice spoken. It's like, can I just push a button to make it autoplay? And then once it's done, then I'll fight. Right. Um. But the fighting is where it's at. I I'm having so much fun with it and the it's like a three on three tag team based system. Um, so uh think like Marvel versus Capcom. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's similar to that. And you have your juggles and everything and it's very accessible. Uh, the button inputs are not overly complicated and it can be like, if you want to get into some really like in-depth combos, it, those are kind of hard, but they do have like, one button pushes to to do combos and it works, but if you go online and play against anybody online, you'll get your ass handed to you. And that, I mean, with fighting games know. in general, I'm pretty
0: mediocre,
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude. I thought you when you're playing through the story mode and you're wailing on like, these. See, I am fucking good at this, dude. I feel like a badass. I'm like, I yeah, I, I'm kicking everybody's ass. I just beat uh, what's the uh. Gosh, the 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 Ginyu guy with the horns. Do You remember his name?
0: Oh, Jeez, Right. I think so. No, no, no. Geez had the, like the 80s hair. He was red and had like, big oh. white hair. Well, OK. Well, he was the the main. No, one. no, no. Or is that Captain Ginyu is the one with the horns. Captain Ginyu. Captain Ginyu. Yeah.
1: So I fought him and I just destroyed him, man. And I felt so good about it. It's like, yeah, I could take on anybody. So I go jump online, <laughs> start fighting somebody. And they kicked my ass. And so we did <laughs> you know, a rematch. Like some
0: nine-year-old kid It's like, who's this dick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> did a rematch and they kicked my ass again. I was like, oh, well, this is just a fluke. This guy's better than me. So I tried again. That guy, I think he was messing with me because I got him down to one character and like half health. And I still had like two characters still to go. And I was switching in and out. And he destroyed me. Like he let me think that I was going to win and then ultimately destroyed me. So then right after that, I rematched him. I was like, well, I got close. So maybe I can, I can beat him this time. The second time, I think he killed all three of my characters with one character and I didn't take out any of his. It's just, it was so like, uh, it's heartbreaking. So, I was thinking I was doing yeah. good and I wasn't, <laughs> um, such as it were. <laughs> so I think the life, I think I'll stick with playing like computer based
0: characters. Cause those make me feel like I'm, I'm good. Um, and it's just it's fun. The That's why I like introducing people to games and then going up against them myself so I feel less mediocre. Because <laughs> they can walk away feeling like shit about it and like, well, I'll never play this game again. But I didn't ruin anything for them because they don't play a lot of games anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to make sense of the fact that I um uh, I I use people <laughs> well, to unless make myself they, feel better. Unless they legitimately kick your ass. I've had that happen too. Yeah, yeah. Especially Shelby's, in fighting games. Shelby's against- done that to me fighting she games that to me on Bloodborne that time. Oh, that's right. That. Yeah, yeah. I remember that.
1: Uh, but ultimately, I mean like fighting games in general, anytime I introduce somebody to a fighting game, I feel like I'm good and I can kick their ass. And then they just button mash and destroy me. And it's just like, I just, what as much, do? yeah, as much as I want to be good at fighting games, I just don't have the time to devote to getting right. good. I still enjoy it, playing. It's them. a practice. It, it really is. Um, the meat and bones of the game is just the fighting aspect. They have like a hub world where you can <clears throat> go around and they have other characters there and you can put little emotes and stuff up. And those are cool and all, but it's the game is ultimately about the fighting system and playing, fighting each other and what looks like a real episode. And yeah. it just, it's beautiful. I, I definitely recommend that game. If, if, if you're into fighting games or Dragon Ball Z, It's, that's all there is to it. Um, and I've also been playing kingdom hearts.
0: Yeah. You had mentioned that you were going to do that. You haven't been streaming. I haven't been streaming it, man. call you out on it. So
1: uh, let me, let me, uh, preface by saying I fully intended to stream when I got on and started playing it, but there was one night I got on it and I was like, I'm just going to like, get started, you know, get past the tutorial stuff. And then I'll start streaming it. And then I started playing it and got, I got into it. The dude, the game just grabbed me. And I, I really, yes. I didn't think it would. I really, I was like, I'm well, going to get through the tutorial. Would. Cause the reason I didn't stream it is cause I thought, well, I'm going to play it for a little bit and then I'm gonna get bored. Right. I didn't. I, I enjoyed what I was playing and I was, I got through the tutorial stage. Like you start off, with uh the Final Fantasy Ten characters on the beach, yeah, and um, the storyline wasn't that interesting to me, but i the gameplay was fun, and I loved seeing the Final Fantasy Ten characters there. they're like little kid versions of them, oh yeah, of themselves, and it was really weird, and i it was kind of like I remembered it, but I didn't remember it very clearly, apparently, because everything still felt new to me um. I didn't feel like I was replaying a game that I'd already played through, which is weird. Um, Usually I can. Um, But then I got to the next town. What's the main town called Traverse Traverse town, Town. got to Traverse town and was uh, getting through that. That game is hard. It is. I don't remember. And it's rewarding. (laughs) (laughs) I hear somebody crying at the door. I'll quickly get through this so we can wrap up here. But the, the, uh, I couldn't figure out how to, get good at that at the battle system like is there a secret or is it just strictly leveling yourself up there's from what you can remember
0: there's timing like so that's it what it is a was. hack and slash yeah and it is leveling yourself up but then there's a timing of how you put things together kind of like any classic game like that though you know like even even hearkening to games like you were just talking about bloodborne and finding the patterns in who you're fighting and oh, finding yeah. the patterns in your own moves and your own abilities yeah and then because there are different abilities you have and different keyblades and different team members and spells and magic and special moves and all that, you can hone in different playing styles with different timings and find your own, like basically carve out your own style of going about these battles. You're just early in the game.
1: So, yeah, I guess I haven't unlocked some abilities yet because oh there's no, there's no, well, what I noticed in the beginning when I was having a hard time, there was no real dodge mechanic. And I felt like I needed it's, to be able to get a few, few hits in and dodge. Yeah. It's there. It, it's there. And it, it did unlock for me, but it took it a while. Yes. Um, so on top of that, it was just like, I'm playing it where you just rush in and keep hitting the attack button, attack, attack, well, that's attack,
0: that's the best way to play it,
1: but it wasn't working. And no. I, I eventually learned that you can't really do that. You have to go in and lock onto a character and start attacking. And then you get the hell out of there because somebody else is going to like blindside you and, take you down and when you get knocked down it's pain in the ass to get back up again and
0: you lose all your little marbles and
1: yeah that sucks too uh but that the thing is is i was having a hard time with that too because they overwhelm you they have so many different enemies that surround you yeah so how do you even like do you just get away have them all bunch up and then go in in there and just try to mow them down real quick and then Little Pretty bunch much. up again i remember that's, that's kind play, of the strategy my play I did. style
0: when i played it as a kid being fairly chaotic
1: <laughs> but it worked for me I, i'm really surprised i mean the difficulty is one that i would see a kid getting frustrated with and not sticking it through you mm-hmm. know i just need to play it again it's it's cool it's i got through i got through uh alice in wonderland um that one wasn't too hard. There was a part that got me hung up that I had to figure out how to do there was you have to get these pieces of evidence for Alice and I couldn't find one of them so I cheated. I got online and figured out what it was. What else would you do <laughs> and then after that, I went to Tarzan no no, no, I went to Hercules and was training with Phil and then I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do next. Yeah. so I just went to the next area, which was uh uh Tarzan Tarzan was. Hard. That is a
0: hard level. Yeah. It was. And fighting Clayton at the end is a very hard boss battle.
1: So, I didn't have a lot of problem with Clayton. I had more problem with the, like, sub-boss before
0: him. The Jaguar?
1: Yeah. That Jaguar. The Cheetah. Yeah, it was a lion. It was a cat. And that thing, yeah, I, I had a hard time with it. But, luckily, I think, no, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was the, oh, I'm confusing levels here. Yeah, I was thinking the Alice in in Wonderland level, you know, the the big walking stick type thing. That thing gave me a hard time. That
0: was a tough battle too.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, And I figured out that you really need potions. Yes, always. Always always. have stocked up potions. But what sucks is if you run out of potions, and this is what I had an experience with in Alice in Wonderland, I ran out of potions and none of the enemies were dropping them for me. So I had to fly back to Traverse Town. But there is no fast travel system, at least not in this point of the game. And you have to go through the gummy ship and that sucks. The gummy ship was fun the first few times, but doing it when all I needed to do was go buy some freaking potions from Sid and get back there. That sucked. I get that. And uh, the whole building of your gummy ship doesn't make a lot of sense to me. The controls are not as fluid as they should
0: be, but it's fun. It's, it's, it's an interesting. I found dynamic.
1: myself just like taking my new items and just placing them anywhere and not really making sense of it. Cause right. I couldn't
0: figure out the controls. And I think it affects <clears> the <throat> ship the same. No matter what it does,
1: it does. Yeah. So, you know, that, that part of it's broken, but I do remember the gummy ship parts of it really being a damper on the gameplay, at least in my opinion. And it still holds true to me right now. I'm still enjoying the levels. The storyline is keeping me intrigued it's enough incredible. to keep going. One of the
0: best storylines ever written <clears throat> in a video game.
1: Um, I I will save reserve my uh preference or, or opinion to that toward the end. But yes, I, I just beat the Tarzan level. I don't know what's next. I went back to Traverse Town, and I don't know where I'm supposed to go now. But I'll figure it out. But yeah, I I am going to go ahead and start streaming this game. It's just uh. I don't know. This feels like an experience where you kind of need to devote your attention to what's going on. And so that's kind of been the big reason why I haven't started streaming it. I've I've been getting caught up in the storyline a little bit. Well, I mean, honestly,
0: just enjoying the game and getting through it is more important than streaming it. Uh, Although I feel like if I ever played it again, I would probably stream it because I've played it before. Yeah. So that's, that's, I guess where I'm
1: coming from is like, if you want to devote your attention to it, streaming is probably not a great idea. On the other hand, I could totally stream Bloodborne. Like right. I was thinking that when I was playing it last night, I was like, I need to stream this game. And I next time I probably will stream that game just because I've already experienced it. I know what I'm doing. The storyline line means nothing to me. I can still focus on what I'm doing while, you know, communicating with whoever's watching. Um, so yeah, I we'll see. I do want to get some streaming in. I just, I'll find out what game I'm going to do that with later, but amen, dude, that's, Oh, I've have to talk about, and I feel like I've been just like talking a lot this episode. <laughs> I just had, had so say. much stuff to going on this week, gameplay wise. It's been it's been fun week. Where are you gonna find us? <clears throat> at jabgcast on Twitter. Um at jabgcast on
0: Instagram. I just wanted you to say on the internet. I know it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on all it all right. the time. Um Facebook at JabGCast. Cast, YouTube search just a bit gaming. Um I am working on a website right now. Yep. Um, I did purchase a cool domain. Uh, it, it's funny to me that I'm a web designer and I, we still and we don't, don't have a website. Have website. Um, it's just, it's like one of those things. Like when you do it for a living, it's hard to find the time to do it when you need it for yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I am working on it. I do have a site, at least like a kind of a splash page <clears throat> designed. I'm working on building it right now, but basically it's going to be like a go-to for, where you can find us. I'm going to have links to all of our different outlets and as soon as I have that up, I'll post it on Twitter and I'll announce it on the show as well. Um but yeah, that's it. I'm done. Adiós. Right. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Three, 2 let let's jam. But up and up and up and up. But up and up and up and up. Up da up and up and up and up up